Hello, lover. This is Arabella, the Love and Sex Podcast. If you're interested in sacred sex and divine love, I'll twist it up with some spiritual guidance, then this is the podcast for you. Today's episode will begin after our sponsored segment. Good evening, lovers. Thank you for joining me. If this is your first time here, welcome. For returning listeners, thank you. Tonight we're going to be talking about emotional release through sex, orgasms, massage, um, a little bit about release um, and let's get started with that a little bit of housekeeping though before I get into these topics coming up on February 1st will be a podcast with Sarah Breezy who will be sharing about energetic sex and how you too can enjoy energetic sex with others. A very special Valentine's Day. I will be speaking with my guest guru, Daniel Nichols, who is a woke folk, shall we say, from the moment he was incarnated here on earth. He has helped, he's modest, he says hundreds, but I know that it's thousands upon thousands that he's helped while he's been here on earth. And we're going to be discussing what is love from the spiritual perspective, not the ego perspective. So both of those are exciting episodes. So I hope that while you're listening, you take a moment to subscribe so that you don't miss any of our new love and sex podcasts that are coming up. So tonight's topic was influenced by a follower on Instagram who asked a question. The question was, how common are emotional energy releases while you're having a massage? Um, And the answer is basically the exact same about how common are emotional energy releases when you're having an orgasm or during sex, because both are while you are physically touched by another person. Okay, and I talk about sacred sex, particularly, so that would be spiritual sex. So uh, these are my personal opinions from my spiritual journey, what I've learned and what I've talked to uh, other masters, gurus, and divine knowledge. So it's all combined together. So how common are they? 
is that they're very common. It's something that's not talked about a lot because usually this happens when you are at a certain state of consciousness level. Uh, Meaning that you are vulnerable. Meaning that you are intimate with yourself and you can be intimate with others. So when you're having sex or you're even having a massage um, and you have pent up emotions and you are in a space of safety uh, for this person, he what he considers having a massage a like his sacred space to have a massage by someone else. When you are making love to someone, having sex, um, from the tantric sacred sex perspective, you are involved in a sacred event. So, of course, we know about orgasm, which is a release. So... Um, crying can also be a release. This young man described an experience um, that he describes as interesting and intense. He had a total emotional release during his massage. He started to moan and groan, lift up his head, placing it back down numerous times, then screaming, then shaking his arms, picking up his legs, rhythmically having his feet lift up and down, hit the table most of the time. Uh, At one point, most of his body was up off of the table and stiffened. Um, You know, I've had orgasms like this, so I knew what was going on as he was describing it to me. The whole time the therapist had her hands on his sacrum area, uh, coaching him to finish and let it all out. Yes, yes, that's it. So when it was over, he let out a groan and lowered his back onto the table like a feather. So, uh, like I said, reading this, it was like, well, I have had astral sex events like that numerous times since I have been at a certain level of awakening and vulnerability and intimacy with my twin flame. Um, I've also had emotional releases when I was with my tantric lover, not to this extreme. This usually happens when you can be fully surrendered to the partner or to the place that you're at. And it's not uncommon at all. And it's extremely um, healthy for you to let go. And why a lot of people haven't actually experienced this. He actually reached out to me because, uh, it kind of blew his mind (laughs) and, um, he's young, so he hadn't had anything happen like that, but I hadn't had anything happen like that till I was like 48 years old or something, you know, and I know from talking to other people that many have not experienced that even though it is a healthy part of life um you know we're 
taught to by human conditioning to restrain ourselves at all times. And unfortunately, that restraint that we have learned by society, by religion, by our inner child conditioning and wounds, a lot of times, almost always, people are restraining themselves while they're having sex. And healthy sex, you let it all out. You let it all go. So, um, thank you to the young man that shared his story. Um, he did say that the massage therapist, um, was a little bit surprised that because of the release in the sacrum region that, um, he might've had an ejaculation due to how powerful everything was, which, you know, um, goes along with the orgasm and sex. So the joy of sacred sex is that it's spiritual based. That's why the word sacred is in there. You treat your lover, whether you're in the midst of penetration or you're making them toast in the morning, the lifestyle is not of ego. It's of unconditional love and fully showing up in your authenticity and then sharing it vulnerably with the other person. It's, you know, there's that quote about standing naked in front of somebody But actually, it's more important to stand there and show your soul to the other person. And a lot of times, we don't do that. So that's the difference between regular sex and love than sacred sex. And some people call that Tantra. Um, A lot of people, because they are not knowledgeable about what tantric sex is they think it's some crazy weird strange thing and it's actually a spiritual practice and you can live your entire life in that flow of loving tantric energy whether you are making love or not and a good way to get there is to release and to release, and to release, and to release. Um, sex is not a chore. And um, we are not made to carry around 6,000 years of baggage with us. Meaning, while we're here on in this incarnation... We're often carrying all the baggage from our ancestors and the past lives that we've lived because we don't release. So let me go into this next segment, and it's about anal sex. And trust me, these go hand in hand. Um, I have had anal sex. 
I went a very long time without having anal sex. I was married for a very long time. I didn't want him going near me. Hold on. Let me finish unpacking this. (laughs) Okay. Um, And then I was talking to one of my gurus recently, and he had been watching a YouTube series about how really we carry all of our stress and our toxicity and all this stuff we don't want to release in our asshole, in our anus, okay? That is why women don't want to have anal sex. I mean, if you want to get down to it, um, because we're carrying all of our shit there, literally, except it's emotional baggage. It's our sexual wounding. Like, just pile it on. Everything that's ever happened to us in life, we carry it there. So now, I can go back to, I was married for a very long time. Um, He wasn't particularly interested in it. But when he tried, I was not interested because I didn't trust him. So even though we had been together for decades, I didn't trust this person to enter me on that intimate level. And as I said in the last podcast, I had the ability and basically um, like a guy where I could just fuck my husband and it just be a physical release and I would move on. I was not emotionally attached to him per se. So, and I've talked to a lot, you know, I've had a lot of girlfriends over the years and stuff and and we talk about sex. Women talk about sex all the time. Uh, And most of them, oh no, no, no. I ain't letting him back there. No, no, no. I ain't letting anybody touch that. No, 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 no. That's the shame we carry. That's the fear we carry. That's, it's all there. Am I saying you need to go out and get fucked in the ass? No, I'm not. The thing is that our bodies carry our pain. And they close up and are not open to receive all that they can receive because we haven't released. So releasing is extremely, extremely important. Um, so after my divorce is actually when I had anal sex for the first time, I was 50 and, um, it was because, and I didn't question it at all. It was a firm no with my now ex-husband. I'm like, no, don't get near me. Um, with this lover, I felt completely safe with him. I completely trusted him in a short period of time. He held beautiful, safe space to me, for me to be myself. He had the energy of being, um, well, he was the man. He was a divine masculine and so held my hand and took the lead as a divine masculine does when they are balanced. Um, and so when you have someone like that, and I'm a very, very strong woman. Okay. 
uh, I completely submitted to him. I mean, like a puddle of goo <laughs> in trust. And I was able to very easily have anal sex and it was fantastic. It was wonderful. I'm happy for the experience. Um, and it's a pleasure zone where, um, it was, it's different. It felt very good. Um, you know, evidently some women easily have orgasms from that. I don't, um, every woman is different. If you're a man listening to this, every woman is different. Uh, I have clitoral orgasms mainly. And that's how I've always been. As I've gotten older and explored my body, which a lot of women won't do, and I highly encourage on her on her self-love journey to masturbate and learn her own body, I now can have in unison uh, vaginal and uh, clitoral orgasms out of this world. I've experienced squirting in recent history. Like, um, but it was only after, even though I was married for decades, it was only after I really started exploring my body, what I liked, what I didn't like. As I changed, then I manifested partners, whether astrally or here on earth, I've had both that, um, fulfill me. Now, a lot of times we're not fulfilled because we don't know how to fulfill ourselves. When you know how to fulfill yourself, all of life is a mirror. And that's something that I hope a lot of women, if you happen to be a woman listening to this, or maybe you're the man so that you can understand women a little bit better. Um, all of life is a mirror. So like at this point, I don't actually need a sexual partner. It would be great to have a sexual partner if the right one comes up, but I'm not thirsty. Um, when you're thirsty, especially women, women are so thirsty. Um, when you're thirsty, you will put up with such bullshit and take whatever comes along. Um, instead of taking the time to work on yourself and when you work on yourself and start romancing yourself, becoming your own lover, uh, sexually satisfying yourself, you become a powerhouse. And then the the men or partner, maybe it's another woman that shows up, uh, is going to match that. And the relationship is going to be out of this world because you're not relying on them to fulfill your every need. Um, we're at 18 minutes. So, To recap, releasing emotionally is an extremely good sign if it's to do with sex or friendship or massage table or it means that you really trust and are vulnerable in that moment. That's a beautiful thing. And that's actually where you want to be. Sex is to just be natural in every way possible. Um, the tension and stress that we hold 
and it's both men and women. I'm a woman, so I'm talking from the woman's perspective. We hold in our asshole, and that's why a lot of women don't like anal sex because they don't fully trust the man that they're with. And that's something that a man can look at too. Um, you know, she has a health reason why that's a different thing. <coughs> um, I'm all choked up. I'm so sorry. Yeah, that's something that a man can look at in his partner. Like, does this partner actually like trust me and love me? Is she being actually intimate with me? And a lot of women are not like women are known as being the emotional ones, but a lot of women are shut off. He didn't take the fucking garbage out. So I ain't going to enjoy this sex. Okay. That's all ego. When you have two partners that have done their ego work or continually doing their ego work, then you can have a tantric sacred sex relationship where all that bullshit is eliminated. It's not perfect. Okay. We're human beings. However, in general, you are going to, um, it, it makes me, I have a lot of Scorpios in my life, like historically they have Scorpio moon or Scorpio Venus that are very attracted to my fire, my flame, and they're extremely deep, sensual people and the lifestyle of sacred sex is perfect for them. It really is. And in fact, yeah, a couple of my lovers, <laughs> it, it's perfect for them because, um, like I said, it's a lifestyle. So it's about good food, flowers, a lot of soft, uh, textiles and stuff. Beautiful fragrances of candle in the air, lovely massage oils, feathers, and yeah, there's a lot of people in sacred sex that are into BDSM. I was talking to one today, in fact, he's a dominant. Uh, it goes hand in hand. It it's it's about vulnerability and unconditional love, and a lot of that begins with trust. And the dominant energy holding the submissive energy in a space of safety and unconditional love. That's the only way I can, I'm trying to explain it in words, what I've experienced. Um, And when you're waking up, explore new things. Explore anal sex. A lot of us, you know, the ego says no before we've even tried anything. I tried a polyamorous relationship I mentioned last podcast. And there was absolutely pros and cons to it. It was not horrific at all. I felt very loved. I was the unicorn. Um, So I got really well taken care of and very loved. However, it made me realize I'm actually better, much better when I'm one-on-one with somebody. Uh, I kind of have like a short attention span thing. Um, and I really like connecting one-on-one with somebody. So it ended up instead of the three of us being together, 
all the time that I would go out on dates with him or we would travel together or we would have sex together for that day. Then the next day I would go with her and we would date and we would spend time together and we'd go to the beach and we would so because that's what worked for me. Um, and when you spiritually awake, it's really about being authentic being open. So that means open sexually, open to constantly releasing instead of holding everything inside, um, being vulnerable, communicating, like just anything that you can think of as being open. When you're open, you're authentic. And that's why I can do this podcast because, um, I've spent years working through shame and um, I've been through it I was a little girl that was molested uh, raped by a family member beaten on a regular basis you know I'm, I'm not saying life is all fluffy and beautiful and light because it's not however choosing to not be a victim anymore and standing in your power. If you're living and breathing, you have power and you have a purpose here. And a lot of sacred sex, spiritual sex, is about your relationship with yourself. You're not going to be confident in bed if you're not confident at your job or with your friends or whatever. You can't love another person fully and vulnerably and to the depths of your soul unless you've done that with yourself. And when you do that, you can open up to crying in front of people, to letting go and flailing around on the bed and squirting everywhere while you're having sex. While, um, yeah... There's, there's nothing off limits for us as human beings, except for the creations in our minds. And those creations are false. We were born free. And then as we get older in the matrix, we feel like we're bound when actually we've been in a cage with the door open all along. So it's time to fly. It's time to explore. It's time to touch yourself. It's time to let him enter you. And the only way you can do that is to actually talk to him and create a true connection. Because when there's not a true connection, that depth of vulnerability can't take place. And that's why a lot of people are constantly unfulfilled with their partner whether they're married or what have you. They're unfulfilled because they are unfulfilled. Fulfill your needs. And not in a, I'm going to go around and have sex with everybody. Because that's normally because you feel like you're unfulfilled. You have a void. Okay? And the void is not actually true. You are pure love. You were born of love. You are pure love in form. You're made of stardust. 
If you feel like you have a void, then that means you are still detached from your divine self. You're detached from knowing that you're one with every flower petal, that you're one with stardust, that you're one with the earth you walk upon. When you know that you're one with all those things and that your imperfections are just like a leaf transitioning in October and crinkling up and turning color and getting ready to fall into the ground, you're no different than that leaf. And that leaf is beautiful. We go and take bus tours to go see those leaves in some parts of the country because they turn all beautiful colors. Okay? That's the truth of the matter. All of your life, your relationship with yourself is reflected in your sex life. However you choose to explore your sex life, when you make whatever sexual positions or quote-unquote kinkiness, when you make it sacred, when you feel honored and in love and appreciative of the person you're sharing your energy with, you're sharing your ejaculation with, you're, you're fully present with them, then you're getting somewhere. So, um, release, release, release. If you have a problem with this, and start by yourself with masturbation. Um, on my YouTube channel, I also have videos and I also have added to the sexual spirituality playlist on YouTube some uh, sexy erotic music to listen to. I listened to it this afternoon actually and had a beautiful masturbation session. Um, you know, masturbation, orgasm, release, feeling good. Because even when you masturbate, it releases oxytocin, which is that good feeling stuff. When you share it with someone else, it amps up, whether it's astrally or in physical. It it should be part of your health plan to let go, have orgasms, maybe try out some anal sex. Let me know how it goes. Go slow and lots of lube and protection. All right. Alrighty. So until next time, which I believe will be February 1st with our special guest, Sarah Breezy, who will be talking about energetic sex. And she's going to walk you through the process so that you too, if you don't know how, can experience it and some of the responsibility that comes with it. So until next time, thank you for being here and uh, enjoy your evening. Thanks for listening, lovers. This has been a Black White Production, copyright 2021. All information is for entertainment purposes only. Please see the links below to get in touch with. This is Arabella. Until next time. Thank you.